0: Are you looking for inspiration and words of wisdom so you can go out and launch your own business? This is the Lost and Founded podcast, bringing you raw and relatable stories of successful entrepreneurs, committed startups and personal experiences that are here to inspire, inform and influence. My name is Amanda. And my name is Nicola. And in today's episode, we'll be speaking with Tina Paletto, Student Ambassador, Mental and Enterprise Champion. Having graduated from our Bloom Programme for Earth Female Entrepreneurs, Tina was later on awarded funding on the Enterprise Support Fuel Programme to take her business to the next level. Her mission is to support international students applying, settling in and getting the most out of their university experience abroad.
1: Having launched study in 2019, Tina recognized a higher rate of success in their applications thanks to their care and support provided by their business. Her business has also standardized and simplified the process for international students going into higher education. Since launching, Tina has partnered with Oxford Brooks, UCAS and British Council, to name a few. So without further ado, we'd love to introduce Tina Paletto, co-founder and director of study. Welcome, Tina. How are you doing today? I'm good, thank you. Thank you for having me here. It's such a pleasure to have you. So just to kick off the interview, can you tell us a little bit more about your business and what actually drove you to start it?
2: Yeah, yeah, of course. So as you mentioned, we started in January 2019. We are both RUC students. I was studying international business and my business partner was studying business enterprise and entrepreneurship. And What uh, made us decide to start our business was, first of all, personal experience. We were both international students studying abroad, so we knew how hard it was to to apply, to study abroad, how difficult it can be sometimes to settle in and to get to know the campus, the facilities, the city. And also we found a gap in the market because there were many other Italian students who then contact us because they saw on social media that we were studying abroad or we posted on some Italian communities that if someone had question we could you know support them and we saw there were many many people struggling and in kind of like a similar situation that we we have been when we started ourselves so then we decided to start like with a proper business model idea and and start and start the
0: actual business yeah. I think that's absolutely amazing and I think it's really cool the way that you know you saw a market um, and in fact not a market I say a community that you're also a part of and you actually decided to take that further and I think that's absolutely amazing. So what does your daily life as a co-founder and director actually entail?
2: So I mainly work uh, as a university advisor in the business so I most of most of my time is taken by talking with students and helping them with their application or understanding if UK or Ireland are the right destination for them. I also manage the partnership, as you have mentioned, like Ucas, Brooks, other universities, and the British Council. So I always manage uh, that part, and um, I also create a new content uh, specifically related to the psychological aspect of studying in a new country because. Right now, I am specializing in positive psychology and coaching. So I try to, to add a bit of knowledge that I have in this field. And I manage the team of the customer service. So the other people that work in, in my area, we always try to improve the business based on the student feedback on any new ideas that we have. So uh, this is mainly what I do in, in a day. <laughs>
1: That's amazing. And I love how you take all the different experiences or knowledge you have and kind of put it together to help out as much as you possibly can. So could you actually tell us a bit more about any training and educational experiences that you've actually gone through that make you, you know, the Tina Paletto with your own business now? (laughs) Yeah, sure. So I've done high school
2: in Italy. It was very theoretical, so I really needed to move to a more practical type of education. So I was really looking forward to start my university, my university experience in the UK. I decided to study business and my three years at Oxford Brookes really changed my, my future and my career because uh, not only I was given a lot of knowledge and, and skills uh, within the academic course, but I also joined the enterprise support workshops, the fuel award, the bloom program. So all of this really took like my business to the next level but also myself as a professional to to a next level and and so it really made a difference and right now i'm as i mentioned i'm doing a a master in positive psychology and coaching and in my free time i'm also uh, studying and developing more knowledge around education because as i work in this sector i think it's good to to keep up to date also in
0: that area no, that's absolutely amazing. I think Jess would be really proud <laughs> that you're doing coaching actually. I think that's really, really cool. So, you know, what does um what does your support system look like and how have they actually helped you to maneuver yourself through this journey? Well, for me, the first thing that I have to mention related to the support
2: system is being a team so not having a business all by myself but having someone else and that really made a difference because with my business partner we can you know brainstorm ideas or if I'm not very motivated he can support me or the opposite so it really made a difference in challenging time as well as in successes to to share it together then I will definitely mention the university, our academic advisor, really support us to get the right contacts and, you know, just to to consider how it is the real world of work. The enterprise support also there, we met many mentors, but also many other students or professionals who were starting their own business. So that was really inspiring. And it it really created the right environment where we could grow. And also, of course, our family is always there with us when, when we need support, like on an emotional point of view, they're always there supporting us. So... Uh, we're very lucky with our support system i think it's very it's it's a good one
1: (laughs) that's nice i always love to hear people support system and who actually gets them through you know the normal day because there's so much that goes into what you have to do every day kind of keeping yourself together you advise people you kind of always need to be ready to go so that means obviously you need a solid support system so that's really nice to hear that you have that and through your journey, obviously, there'll be ups and downs. What are two of the biggest obstacles that you've actually had to face at the moment? And how did you actually manage to push through and move on with them? Well, our two
2: biggest obstacles in the last two years has been obstacles that many people know very well. One was Brexit. And of course, that was a bit planned because we knew that they would you know add the visa and higher fees for European students so for that we already were planning like a contingency plan of helping students uh, going to Ireland as a you know second option that it's uh, less expensive and the other more unexpected obstacle was COVID and for that of course we we try to do to, to support give like a further support to students so to help them also in their first semester at university we started working on a program uh, that we delivered last year of information webinars that students may find helpful to find work to improve their study method to know which are the facilities at university so we tried both in these obstacles to see them as an opportunity even though it's very hard uh, but to see them as an opportunity to develop a new a new product or a new service or a new way to to support students uh, because that's what we do at the end of the day is
0: like supporting
2: them as well to go through these obstacles which are for them but as well as for us yeah
0: Well I think we have definitely underestimated COVID and Brexit as well because not many people actually talk about Brexit but that was a huge crash on on small businesses and you know even starting something up in general especially if you're not actually based in the UK I think is absolutely very difficult and um, I think even having overcome those two obstacles you're still going and you're still thriving so what are your next steps for studying?
2: So our next step after like opening also the opportunity to study in Ireland is to help not only Italian students but students really from all Europe and potentially international students also from outside Europe. We started that with Brooks already this summer, so we had around 40 students that we supported that were coming from all over the world, and now we are trying to really create um, a new campaign, marketing campaign, to really reach out to all these students and support them uh, to study anywhere in the UK and to go through all the various processes so they can realize their dream of studying abroad.
1: Amazing, and we had mentioned really briefly earlier that you have some amazing partnerships with like UCAS, Oxford Brookes University, and the British Council. And partnerships these days are actually so important to have. So if you could share your experiences with actually obtaining these, like where do you start, and how have they actually benefited your business in your long-term plan to grow.
2: Of course, of course. Well, the first thing that I would advise is to get the information because even knowing that you can have a partnership is something that you know the first step. Because at first we didn't know that what kind of partnership there were in place with university or with other organizations. So first of all, get the information. You can talk with other people that are working in your sector or that are working in that uh, company or in that organization. For example, for Oxford Brookes, of course, we were at Brooks ourselves, but uh, our academic advisor helped us a lot to, to know that there were these type of contracts and, and then when you have the chance to talk to the person that will uh, work through a possible contract and a possible partnership is really to get out your, your purpose, why you do what you do, why you're passionate about what you're doing and how your support, your service make a, make a difference for the students and potentially also for the organization that uh, you have the partnership with. And uh, for us, like as a business, it helped us really A lot, particularly with uh, the credibility and also with the support that we can actually offer, because if we have a partnership with the university, it means that we have a direct contact with them. And in case anything doesn't go as planned with the application, we can talk with the university and see what's wrong and we can get to the university much, much quicker. So it's a benefit also for the students.
0: I think that's really cool the fact that you didn't even you said you didn't know that you could even make partnerships and you didn't know you can do all of these things (laughs) I think that's really cool because even though you didn't know you still went for it and uh, it's a brave move you know especially not knowing how it's gonna go what the conversation is gonna be like what the next step is if you don't get that you know I think sometimes when you do start your own business there are always these ifs buts and maybes and it depends on what you do with those that you know determine where your business will go in the next stage so have you always kind of considered yourself as this sort of person as someone who's quite entrepreneurial someone who's quite you know that thinks on their feet a lot of the time is is that your natural personality or do you think that's something you kind of have to adopt as you're going
2: um well at first when i came to the uk i i didn't know the meaning of the word entrepreneur like coming from (laughs) a new new country like i didn't know what it meant yeah as a friend of mine she was like oh there is this module around entrepreneurship and i was like hmm I don't know what it is, but it's some you know, interesting. So I, I joined them and, and then I understood what it meant in Italian. And, and I found myself really relating to many of the characteristics of an entrepreneur. So when we were discussing about them and about, you know, uh, various entrepreneurs, so I, I saw myself in many characteristics not all of them because I always think there are uh, parts that you you need to improve you need to uh, work on it but like the need for autonomy uh, the need also to be able to create something by yourself and being able to change it whenever you want whenever you have a new idea Um, so all these aspects were really like already within me whereas like I don't know the risk-taking it's something that Luckily, my business partner has a bit more than me <laughs> because I'm uh, more like on a safe uh, part. But uh, I think that uh, y- you need probably to have at least a few uh, of the characteristic to feel that it's the right career for you or that it's the right way of living, because at the end of the day, it's really like a way of living your everyday life. So yeah, uh,
0: just out of interest. Does the word entrepreneur mean, I mean, is it exactly the same in English as it is in Italian or does it mean something completely different?
2: Yeah, yeah, no, it's the same. In Italian it's imprenditore. So it's different. You can hear like the sound. It doesn't, it's not similar. I couldn't, yeah, yeah, so, but it does, it's exactly the same, yeah.
1: I really like that because I think a lot of people struggle to actually define the word, even though they actually are definition, but it means so many different things to so many different people that everybody interprets it differently. So it's kind of nice to hear how you started off from just, you know, the dictionary, start off, and then you actually went to a course and took it up to the next level. So has there been a specific moment where you've been the most proud of your business and you and you've just been so happy with what it's actually been able to accomplish? I think every
2: time I talk with students who are enrolled, and I see their dream came true. I see their eyes shining. I see their enthusiasm. I, I think that is the best moment every year. I always looking forward to that moment because we do all the services online and then finally you meet them in person. And you can see how happy they are. I think it's it's really it's the best
0: moment. I can imagine that. It's just it's so heartwarming and I think it's such a rewarding and purposeful role that you've actually adopted in study as well so I can I can see it going very far actually and um, I mean you know you mentioned a bit earlier that actually you had a community before anything so how were you able to actually build up your community to get to where you are today? i think it
2: was really about like connecting people so uh, connecting people who are already studying here to the one who wants to study uh trying to see if there were some similar interests or if they are coming from the same country same more than country the same area like a uh, region or city that really helps to feel like that connection and to get that support system going so we really try to to focus on that and now we have a community of over 100 students who are studying at Brooks or you know in their first second third year master but it's nice to know that you have a place that you can call home when when you need.
1: That's such an amazing achievement honestly just building that up. I'm sure every time you get somebody new it just makes you feel so like yes I'm doing this for the right reasons it just motivates you to keep going with your business and that's honestly so lovely to hear if you think back about your your journey so far and what you've done is there anything or what's the one thing that you would actually do differently um I think that there
2: is not a particular thing that comes to mind that I would do differently because I feel like I am where I am thanks to all the little things right and wrong that i have done so far and i feel that if we look at the past of each of us like every decision that we have taken by ourselves like with what we wanted to do is the right decision because in that moment you just felt it was right now of course when we look back now with a new knowledge with more experience you can always think well there were other options but you couldn't know about that option at that time so i i feel right now that every little decision helped me to be where i am so i would i wouldn't change
0: anything i think that's the best piece of advice honestly i'm not biased either but i think that's a, that's a really good piece of advice and i think it's totally fair to say that actually you're not where you you know you are where you are today because of all the decisions that you have made and you know in that present point in time those were the best decisions that you that you made so yeah, and I think that's absolutely amazing. Um, but what is actually the best piece of advice that you've ever received? Um, this could be about entrepreneurship. It could be about you know starting a business, or just in general. What's the best piece of advice that you've ever received?
2: I think the best one was related to challenges because uh, as as I explained, we we've gone through many like larger challenges, and uh, I remember once when I was with uh, a mentor at university that they told me like to see like a challenge as an opportunity and even though it sounds a bit like like obvious or something easy to do it's not but uh, if you get in that mindset it, it really make a difference to to your business also because there will always be challenges if you decide to go through this path but in general in life i think there are always challenges so try to really see them as a situation where you can do something differently and improve and and change uh, it's scary but um it's needed it's part of the business and the life yeah
1: seeing a challenges and opportunities i think the one thing i'm going to remember that tina paletto said in this interview so got that in my head i actually just wrote it down as well so now we kind of want to talk a little bit about you you know move a little bit away from sort of too much of the business side so when you actually do get some free time are you more of a stay at home person do you love to go out and socialize what do you actually do when you do get some downtime?
2: Uh, I think I'm more I I like more to socialize if I'm not feeling particularly if I'm a bit down and uh, I really like more to socialize and at the same time I re-energize a lot if I'm by myself like but I have to be in the right mood to be by myself otherwise other people give me a lot of
0: energy as well. I love that I think Nicola can definitely relate <laughs> that is me like one day I get tired of Amanda I'm like I don't want to see Amanda but then the next time I'm like I miss you <laughs> <laughs> honestly um, but you know I love it and uh, I mean this is well did you see yourself doing this all the time I mean did you want to be something different when you were younger or is, is you know being your own boss something you always wanted to be when you were growing up?
2: Um, I had like both my parents who were self-employed so I could see the benefits uh, of of it so probably it was nearly always in my mind at first I wanted to become an event planner and then I wanted to work in human resources like something around people and and then yeah also coaching was there but uh, uh, then I just let the experience come and I changed my mind so many times I think that's quite normal particularly when you're at university Uh, but it's the field I was thinking like I never thought I was going to become a doctor
1: (laughs) if that is the question (laughs) I can definitely relate to kind of every other day or every other year you're like oh maybe I could do this maybe I could do that so I think a lot of people listening will be like yep that's me so how do you actually celebrate your small wins some people potentially choose not to they just wait for the big wins do you actually celebrate them and what do you do
2: no, I think it's very important to celebrate the the, the small wins because they're like they grow up as a, a big win like if you collect them on the way and I think I, I try always to reflect what makes me feel good like if it's like you know going for a walk with a friend or just spending the day watching Netflix like whatever feels in the moment like really listening to to myself to how I feel and
0: trying to do something that I really enjoy uh, doing absolutely and I think you're so right I mean if you do collect all your small wins even if that means you know turning on your laptop to do work and when you don't usually feel like you're in the mood to or if it means you know tidying up your entire house because it means you'll have a more productive day you should celebrate those things because actually they're the things that make a huge difference in the long run Um, and the the huge things that actually contribute to the success of your business and your lifestyle so I think it's absolutely great Um, so we're actually running out of time so we have one more question for you um, which is what would the best advice you could give to someone who thinks they have what it takes to start a business but is quite unsure about taking the first
2: step? First thing I would say is start whatever it is, like start doing it. Sometimes you spend too much time like thinking, thinking, thinking and not actually doing. And then uh, I I I would also think to get a support like from people who have already done uh, something similar or who provide uh, webinars or workshops. So trying to, to get yourself that support system that we were talking about, I think it really make a
1: difference. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Tina. It's honestly been a pleasure to speak with you. Um, Where can our audience find out more about study and what's coming up for you? Uh, On our website, study.com or on LinkedIn. I'm more than happy to
2: connect to any students who are starting their business or need any support. Uh, I'm more than happy.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Tina.
1: Thank you, Tina.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Thank
0: you again for having me. This has been the Lost and Founded podcast. If you liked this episode, make sure to head over to Instagram and let us know how you found it at Lost and Founded Pod. With new episodes being released every Thursday, you'll be ready to continue taking steps to bring your ideas to life. Wherever you listen to your podcast, be sure to follow and be notified about more inspiring stories and experiences. That's all for now and we'll see you next week.